Before we get started with today's podcast, I wanted to introduce you to an online service called Skillshare. It hosts classes taught by experts on emerging trends and topics, everything from photography and film to design, entrepreneurship, and storytelling. Whatever it is you would like to learn, Skillshare has you covered. Go to skl.sh slash artivisuals or use promo code artivisuals, all one word, for two months free of Skillshare Premium. Invest in yourself, grow your skill sets, and build the future of your dreams. Welcome to another episode of the AOV Podcast. My name is Prince and I am your host. And today I got my brother on the show, Jude Allen. What is up, my man? What's up, man? Thanks for having me. How are you, bro? I'm good, man. Just chilling in SF at my house. Just got off work and just kicking back now. Just chilling with them AirPods and that anti-hero hat, bro. I got got my anti-hero hat. My homie works for Deluxe, so he hooked it up for me. Hell Rocking yeah. that. Uh, yeah, man. That's what's up. Well, dude, I know you're a skateboarder. Uh, I remember we talked about it briefly when I was in SF. Yeah. When we met, we can get into that later. But what type of skating were you doing? Like street, vert? You look like a pool cat to me. <laughs> <laughs> no, I was doing mostly street back back then. I mean, I, you know, I'm don't want to go into when that was but it was quite a long time ago um i would say like you know h street and you know powell peralta were kind of big back then so that was that was kind of, i'm kind of that kind of dates me there but uh you know street skating was just like kind of starting to come out and then we were just all about it because we could pretty much go anywhere and do it and you know we lived near a little a little, couple little cities i lived about 20 minutes from Salinas, 20 minutes from Santa Cruz. So we, you know, Monterey, same thing. Uh, we would just go out there and go wherever we wanted. We could do it all day. So that central that, coast life, bro. Just, yeah, that was my out. first passion, man. My first obsession. I should, I could say skating. Yeah. I was, I was obsessed with skating. Yeah. Big time. My girlfriend thought I was nuts. Cause the other day I went to the skate park, like at, uh, it was like 11 o'clock at night and she was getting into bed and I'm like, I'm going to go to the skate park. She's like, what? I was like, I'm going to go to the skate park. I'll be back in like an hour. And I just went to the skate park and uh, went with my buddy Daniel and I, and we just went and cruised for like an hour. Dude, it's so nice. And dude, yeah, skating for me now that I'm older, bro, it's like yoga for me. It's like, I don't, I still bust out, you know, I'll still do some flip tricks, hit a five over crook or something, but nothing too crazy. Uh, yeah. But it's just my Zen. It's just like, it makes me happy. It just makes me feel peaceful. Yep, exactly. Yeah. I like it a lot. I mean, you're exercising for one and then, you know, it kind of, it's one of those things where you're in the moment really, cause you got to really concentrate on what you're doing or you, you're going to eat shit for one. Um, it's kind of, you know, that's what kind of photography is for me. It's like fully present in that moment, you know? Right. So. Let's take a quick little, a little step back. Why don't you tell the community a little bit more about yourself for those that don't know? Sure. Yeah. Obviously my name is Jude Allen. I grew up near Monterey, California, Central Coast, kind of. Um, I've lived in California pretty much my whole life, up and down the coast. Currently live in San Francisco. I've been living here for about two years. I do mostly like landscape, travel, photography, and, uh, you know, tripped out edits. So that's pretty it. much it, man. Yeah. Do you want to know something crazy? You, bro, you got, what, 300 and. 300 and something thousand followers Three something. And, and obviously like most people listening to this podcast like they know who you are and they know your images but 
90 something percent probably know nothing about you. Yeah, that's probably true, man. Everybody can have like a persona on Instagram, you know, kind of, I'm kind of, you know, private, I would say. I don't, you are. Yeah, I don't reveal too much about my my personal life just because I don't know. I like that separation a little bit. Um, Mm -hmm. But, you know, I mean, if I meet somebody and I I click with them, then obviously, you know, they'll learn more about me. But uh, (laughs) I don't know. I don't know what that's about, but that's just the way I roll with it. So. I think that's the cool thing about you being on this podcast, though. It's like everyone that listens to this episode with you is going to be like, is just going to learn a lot, which is exciting for most. Like, at least it's exciting for me. Like, whenever I'm into an artist, and then all of a sudden I get to hear like a podcast with them or something that to where I just get to learn about them on a whole nother level than I knew that I'm always stoked. I'm just like, Oh shit. Like I didn't know they did this and they lived here and they liked that. And they were skateboarders. You know what I mean? It's like, yeah, for yeah, sure. Fun, it's a, it is man. Cause it's a, it's kind of a, a different palette for, you know, expression and also the more, obviously more personal learn about the artist. Uh, I think it's really cool. Actually. I've gotten to learn a few things about people that I thought I knew, you know, and you don't know much through, uh, you know, the, a social media program other than what you see and then what you, how you perceive it actually too, how you, how your mind perceives it. So it might not even be what's actually the truth, but yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So photography, that's a good starting point. Obviously we'll start with the basics yeah. cause that's about, we'll get the basic part of the podcast out of the way. No, I'm just <laughs> right. <laughs> but, uh, photography man like how'd you you know how'd you get your start where did it all begin i guess i could say like a little over four years ago i um i you know had an iphone i started you know i I think i started seeing stuff on 500px or just random photos of stuff so started taking cell phone shots i was doing you know editing programs and fisco and like whatever else I could find, I would do like triple edits on photos. Even back then I was like, you know, just trying to tweak things out and make it look different. A lot of oversaturation going on back then, uh, you know, funky stuff. I was doing a lot of random stuff like concerts, just stuff I was, I was seeing in front of me, you know, skateboarding was one of the things I, I have friends that, you know, I grew up with that are still skateboarding and they're, you know, they rip or whatever. So I started taking photos of them and, you know, with my phone. And then all of a sudden, you know, I ended up getting a camera and then I, I had to learn my camera, uh, manually because I was trying to shoot set and set shots and that, that shit just wasn't working out because you had a moving subject. It's getting dark. You can, can't really pull auto. Then you got to bring in flashes and you know, all that stuff. So I kind of started with that stuff. And I remember, you know, that being kind of well-received when people would see those, <clears throat> excuse me, they would, uh, you know, basically say something in, you know, reference to that's a good photo or like, you know, kind of words of encouragement around it. And I had just started out and it was like pretty much natural to me to kind of have a concept in my mind and then, and then put it down and make it happen. So I realized pretty much right away that that there was something there for me. Yeah. And about, you know, I used to get featured on uh, Metro skateboarding, um, Metrogram or whatever. And that's a pretty big hub and, uh, they were featuring my skate photos and they do mostly videos. So that actually like really inspired me a lot to, to, you know, push it. And then I remember, you know, starting to read about star photography, astro stuff. I took my first trip to Yosemite. Uh, I want to say it was June, 2014. 
And then I just took photos of stars. And ever since that night, I just remember seeing the back of my camera and just like, just feeling like super, super inspired. And like, and I just, at that moment, I was just like, this is what I want to do. Like, I don't, I don't even know how to explain the energy and what I felt at the time, but it was just one of the most moving things that I ever experienced in my life, pretty much like a, like a calling type thing. If you want to go there or whatever, I don't know, but it was yeah. just like, this, this is what I want to do. And I don't, I don't know how it's all going to play out, but I just got to get really good at this. And then that's pretty much, you know, then I just started doing a lot of landscapes and then those started to become really well received right out of the gate, you know? And so it was cool, man. It was kind of like second nature to me for some reason. I, I don't really know how to explain it. And I just read a lot. I like to read. Um, I read a lot of tutorials about stuff I couldn't figure out. And then I just like to tinker a lot with, uh, you know, figure things out on my own. Kind of started doing like real clean edits uh, at first, kind of like HDR kind of stuff. And then I got bored with that fairly quickly because it looked a lot like a lot of the other stuff I saw. And it didn't really didn't really have my, my flair on it or whatever you want to, you know, call it. And, uh, I looked at around at what other people were doing that were successful. And I saw that they kind of had an aesthetic to their work. So I was like, okay, well maybe I should, I should do that, you know? And then just started experimenting a lot with like Lightroom and, uh, just spent many, many hours, you know, I was basically off work for quite a while. So I was off for basically two years and about after about the first eight months or so, I started to, uh, really experiment with editing. And then within like two, three weeks, I kind of had a style and then the rest is pretty much history from that. That's so wicked. So like that Yosemite trip, that was like the catalyst because you were only doing like mostly skate stuff before that. And it was that summer, right? That 2014 summer is when you started really posting landscapes. That's like when you made the transition. And then kind of, yeah, I had done it a little bit, tiny bit before that, but uh there was something about, I think being there in that place and then just getting the, just capturing what I captured. I don't know if it was the scenery that I was seeing too. And like just the, the vibe of Yosemite itself is, is kind of spiritual or like, you know, another level to where I, you know, what I was used to. And, uh, it just kind of like, yeah. Dude, I love hearing that. Cause it goes back to like, uh, how inspiring just being out in nature is like, so it's like just seeing them stars and seeing that just being in that moment, seeing what you saw the back of the camera. And it's just like, boom, just opened up the, the doors to just another world of, because before, like, I mean, I don't know if you were like an avid outdoorsman or anything or like <laughs> before that, not, probably photography really. is probably what got you out, right? It kind of, it kind of did actually. And I think that's what, you know, once I started doing that, you know, I had, I've always liked to travel and kind of like, you know, go, you know, be outside a little bit here and there. And, you know, I've always enjoyed that, but it was like another level of pushing me to go places that I'd never been interest in things to see things I'd never really seen before. It made me look at things a lot different. So it was like, I was all of a sudden, you know, walking by things that I'd walked by a million times before and seeing them in a completely different light, kind of like, you know, you become more present when you, when you start like, you know, noticing these things, your eye becomes different, your perception changes. It's a, it's a trip really. You look at light hitting things differently it just kind of opens your mind up and, you know, and along with that being outside, being outdoors was really 
inspiring and it's kind of therapeutic in itself, you know, because you kind of, you're in the moment. It takes away all your worries, all your fears, you know, all your past, whatever. You're just right there and then. So that, that's pretty powerful for me. That's, that's pretty much why I love it so much. Yeah. Dude, that's awesome. And it's like the perfect, cause like, I feel like you're like me more like, don't mind, like love people. Don't mind being around people, but really enjoy like my, like my alone time. And I imagine you really enjoy like your time and yep. photography is nice because it allows you to just like, it's like the best way to spend time with yourself. <laughs> you know, you're just like out cruising by yourself especially long exposure. So like, I know you love long exposure <laughs> photography and yeah. dude, so do I. And I fell in love with long exposure photography when I moved to San Francisco, uh, like back in 2013. And I remember just sitting up at the golden gate bridge and just like, just chilling. And I'd be out there from like 10 until like 1am by myself, just like relaxing, like no rush, just like, and it was so yeah. enjoyable. Yeah, you kind of you kind of lose track of time. You get lo- you get kind of lost in it. I think that's the kind of the beauty of it. You can there's often times when I go out and it's like I'm I'm feeling like whatever stressed or whatever whatever's going on and it just kind of like just kills all of that and I'm just enjoying myself and I'm enjoying what's around me and if there's people around me I'm enjoying you know my time with them just kind of you know like it's cool man it's almost like an escape but it's not really an escape it's like you're even more more there and yeah long long exposures you know things you don't normally see with with the naked eye or you know things that kind of put a bend on reality you know but that's still reality it's just kind of like slowed down or you know (laughs) anything like that it's just it's just amazing you know I, i dig it dude it is amazing so uh who inspires you or what? I, I, I reframed this question last episode because I don't like saying who, cause it doesn't necessarily have to be a person. It could be a place. It could be a thing, but like what inspires you to create? Yeah. I mean, I've asked, I've been asked this before. It's uh, I mean, there's a lot of things that inspire me. I mean, I, I think the biggest thing is like seeing people that push the limits, people that progress. I'm big on progression. I like to, you know, I know that we kind of, as we grow as uh, humans or whatever, we kind of, you know, we change and we evolve into this thing if we're, if we're making the right decisions. And I, I feel like there's a lot of people like athletes, musicians that I, that I kind of look up to, you know, skateboarding, people pushing the boundaries of things, just kind of going outside of their comfort zones and, you know, accomplishing things. And I don't know, to me that that's pretty inspiring. You know, there's tons of photographers that I that I get inspiration from. A lot of a lot of guys I'm friends with, they're just out there doing it, hustling, making their dreams become reality. You know, kind of um, pushing past their fears and like just going for it. And I think that's to me that's probably the most gravitational thing because I you know I have some issues with that where I'm kind of like, how am I going to do this? You know, what's going to take me to that and seeing other people do it is like hell yeah if they can do it i can do it you know that's 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 what you know it does for me okay i feel you bro what's the what's the crazy so i i know you've been on all types of shoots you've been all over the place done a lot of things i know you have to have at least one good story about the craziest thing or most interesting thing that's ever happened to you while on a photo shoot Mm, man let's see 
I mean, I could say that the craziest thing that I, I felt like I ever did was, uh, you know, got on top of a bridge, maybe. I don't know if I can <laughs> say that out loud. But, uh, I'm like, bro, yeah. I'm, I'm afraid of heights. I'm afraid yeah. of heights. And I'm like, I'm sitting here cringing. I'm like, what bridge? <laughs> How yeah, high? so well, I mean, I don't I mean, I could probably admit to it now because it's no longer, but uh it was basically the um You can give it a nickname the, if you want. I don't know if there's any legal. I don't want you to get any legal trouble if, if Yeah, if anyway, it, you know, it was a it was a, it was a well-known bridge and right, um right, right. you know, it was my first time doing anything like that and it I was, you know, I'm not a big heights guy either, but you know, I pushed myself to do it. And it scared the shit out of me, but then I was so pumped up that I actually did it, you know, and I, I don't recommend doing that kind of stuff, but that was a while ago. And I, I can't say that I would do that again now, but, um, you know, I just, uh, yeah, let me, let me think about this one. Cause okay. I don't know. <laughs> Dude, that's that, good. By the way, public service announcement, we're telling everyone not to climb bridges and not to do any of that stuff. Yeah. I don't know if I want to actually get uh, into all that. But yeah. that's still really cool that you did, <laughs> you did that. Can we, can we cut or can we not? <laughs> <laughs> no, we're good, bro. Like, all right, uh, all right. That's dope though. Dang. That's yeah. cool. I mean, I don't, I don't know if I have any like crazy stories um, other than like seeing people out, out and randomly, like I've been to like, New Hampshire out in some random ass spot and some, you know, I start talking to somebody and they're like, Oh, I know who you are and blah, blah, blah. You know what I'm like? What the hell? Like, you know, that kind of stuff. Uh, there was one time in New York when we were walking through the streets and this uh, crazy lady starts chasing my friend and she was big, man. She was like, I want to say she was like six, five, you know, and he ran off and, uh, and uh, I got pictures of it, you know. <laughs> and uh, he he ran he ran pretty fast, so that that was pretty funny. I, other than that, man, I don't know. Like, yeah, I, I probably have some other stories too, but I probably I don't want to talk no, that's, about that. I know that's great. No, we're good, bro. Those are good, man. Those are good. On the subject of photography and all this good stuff, I noticed you started doing some live experiential stuff, like uh, workshops around photography post-production editing astrophotography a hats off to you that's really cool i think teaching uh, is a super admirable thing i think it's it's a great way for artists to to earn you know to earn money by directly just you're providing value for someone you just it's just like they show up and you're you're gonna leave better than you came here uh, yeah. And that's really cool. So why don't you tell us a little bit about your workshops and, and what you guys got going on with all that stuff? Yeah, um, I'm doing those pretty much right now in the Bay Area, San Francisco, kind of like one on one workshops for the most part. People just kind of hit me up. I ask them what they want to learn anywhere from like seascapes to star shooting, you know, some portrait if they want that, w whatever they want to learn, really. And then we go into some editing Lightroom stuff. Uh, the, the funnest ones are probably astrophotography, um, just seeing people's face when they learn how to shoot stars and how kind of like majestic or, you know, abnormal that is for them and the experience that they're, you know, doing. Because a lot of people do come to me and they, they say, oh, I know how to shoot and this and that. And then we'll go out and then I'll teach them a bunch of stuff. And they're like, oh, I didn't know that. I didn't know that. Or, oh, I, you know, it's kind of funny how that works. But, uh, and they also get really stoked about the Lightroom experience because there's a lot of 
little things that you don't really know unless you're, you know, that you wouldn't normally think of, you know, so seeing somebody else do it who has experience, you know, um, inspiring to them. So that's and, wicked. Yeah. But then we do group, group workshops. I've, I've teamed up with some other artists uh, a few times and that, that goes pretty well too. plan on doing some of those more so this next year, some bigger trips. And I'm hoping that that'll be more of an experience, a bigger experience for people. They come come and hang out, and we'll we'll be camping out, or we'll be on some crazy mission for multiple days. Um, then I then I think the experience would be more of a a long lasting one for them. So, dude, absolutely, and I'm sure your Lightroom stuff is so sick because I know you're a tinker like I am, to where you probably have just spent so much time just like messing around in there just getting lost and just like tinkering with knobs and stuff that you probably found like that's how i find the coolest stuff it's not like i'm like oh well it's because scientifically when you mix red with blue and you add a little s curve in here you create this stunning fog that like yeah half of the time i'm just like dude i'm literally just like i understand what the knobs do but then i'm just like it's it's these small tweaks on small levels you know through multiple functions that sometimes you end up creating like a wild effect that you know like i stumbled upon something the other night and i was like yeah this is i like this i'm gonna start editing like this yeah and it was all an accident. it is like that yeah it is it is kind of like you know the color thing is is tricky because i don't really know too much about color theory i just know what looks good to my eye or what i think and that's kind of how what i base it on right um you know I don't really, artist, I don't, so naturally you're you're aware of, of putting good hues together yeah i just i don't know it just comes kind of naturally for me obviously i've been had a lot of practice at it too so mm-hmm. when i started out it wasn't necessarily going on like that and then it just became like that so that's i think that's the trickiest part for people to learn is the color thing uh what looks good what's over what's overdone maybe you know stuff like that yeah i, I tinker a lot with it too man I'll, I'll, uh, I've definitely done some different edits. One of them was actually the cover. That was my first kind of like really experimental white edit on the cover of, um, the AOV mag when it first came out a few years back. Yeah. I was just going to pull it up. I'm like, I already got it in my hand, man. Yeah. So the, uh, the story behind that is, is kind of funny because technically there was no snow on the ground. So that's Shut just a, that's just the lightroom edit. That. Yeah, that's actually. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, that's kind of cool. If you saw the original, you would trip out even more. But yo, <laughs> yep. that's so good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man, that was like the first experimental white, all you know, kind of white out edit that I did, um, and I was pretty stoked on it, and. Um, you know, a lot, a, some of it was kind of, I was just tinkering with it until it looked good because I just couldn't get that photo. I liked the photo a lot, but I just didn't like the colors. I just couldn't get it to work. And then finally, I just got the edit right. And that actually is how I, a lot of times I figure out different ty- uh, styles of edits is that I can't put a normal edit on it. So I have to, and I really like the photo and I know it's kind of special. So I need to do something different to it. Right. Yeah, that's about it. Dude, I love it, man. I love it. So, outside of photography now, like, actually, we'll we'll stay on photography just a tad bit longer. What are you struggling with as an artist? Like, as an artist, like, we all have, like, these internal battles and, 
struggles and different things that we all go through and you know everyone's shit's kind of different what yeah. are you struggling with i guess my struggles are are kind of you know kind of common in a way um i guess i struggle with fear of failure you know looking at the whole picture of learning something new say like video and kind of being like oh well i don't know much about that so you start looking at you know it, it can be really complicated when you look at the bigger picture instead of just kind of chipping away at something bit by bit and then learn, you know, kind of like I did with the photo thing. But when I'm, it's funny because when I'm thinking about video or something else that I don't know much about, it kind of is intimidating to me. So then I end up really not applying myself and really trying to, to work at that, which is not really the way to go about it. So I guess there's kind of like mental blocks around certain things like that creatively or, you know, and that pours over into other aspects of life as well. But, you know, working through that and kind of, you know, taking things in, you know, uh, stride or, or little by little and then working towards it. And then eventually you'll be like, oh, you know, I just learned a whole bunch about something that I, you know, a couple of weeks into it even. You're like, OK, I'm way better than I was two weeks ago and then keep going and keep going. So, yeah, I guess the creative I call them kind of creative walls or, you know, things preventing you from just going for it. And, you know, falling on your face, even if you try it and you fail, you still got to you still got to push yourself. So, yeah, that's absolutely. I honestly want to do a survey. I'm going to do a, one of those, you know, Instagram's got like the new survey deal. I oh, want to yeah. do, do a poll on the, the AOV account because, dude, I'm so curious. I hear this all the time from people that started in photography and try to make the switch to video. It seems like it's 10x more difficult then if you started in video, mm. you switch into photography. So like I started in video. I started in I started filming skate videos in seventh grade, like full feature length skate films, and like that's where I started. And so like I never even took photos for a long time until I got older. And yeah. I was just doing video. But when I transferred into photography, it was like just supernatural. It's just like, oh, I'm just like taking a frame instead of like filming the whole thing. Like I'm just Yeah. Like, I know that's a trippy thing because I think it's, I I think it is the other way around. Like you just said, um, you know, you know, photography is kind of a part of video because you're, you know, you're, you're basically setting up compositions and and it's probably even more complex in certain ways because you're, you know, going from scene to scene or, you know, all that kind of stuff. So I think it'd be really cool and a, a challenge for me to learn. And I would love to kind of maybe throw my edits up on a video or something. I know that'll probably take a lot of time. And I think that's <laughs> a, another thing that's kind of deters me from it is the amount of time, you know, but I think the reward would be just as, as good as, you know, a good solid photo, you know, if, if not even more. Anyway. Yeah, absolutely. And especially like, uh, like, I don't know, there's people that push the boundaries with video and like do cool stuff. Like, uh, I don't know if you've seen like short stash, He's got like the little, the little slow oh, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. The video uh-huh. type. Like that's like that. Like I, I, I get excited when I see people like just getting creative. You know what I mean? It's like it's not yeah. like he's like I'm gonna start producing videos, but he's just like okay, how can everyone's taking photos? How can I like make my stuff stand out without like getting too wild? You know, and just like going into full length films. And so it's yep. cool. Uh, I like the different motion and different things that people are doing with. You know, like he did with that. And then uh, I don't even, what are the names of those software programs that people make the little moving? 
photos like oh yeah 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 i know what you're saying uh, flexel or i don't even yeah no i i know what you're talking about photograph <laughs> yeah 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 That's yeah nice. some of those are some of those are cool and then some of them are kind of you know if you do it really well then i think it looks okay but i don't know <laughs> I, see, I see a lot of garbage out there so not not saying any names but <laughs> yeah just like yeah. anything else i don't know it, it's it's new, right? Yeah. So it's hard to do. I'm sure, like, if I tried to do one, it probably wouldn't be that good, just because, like, I don't do them. But of course, after yeah, some time, you know what I mean? Yeah, like I'm not anything trying to put else. anybody down. I just, I don't, <laughs> fa- I don't really favor those so much as I do, you know, really great transitions and videos. Maybe like a, you know, really solid edit. Like, you know, the, the videos are cool because they're telling more of a story. So if you get drawn into that, and that that's what's inspiring to me, seeing different camera angles. You know, there's a lot of guys that are really good. And I'm just starting to kind of to, you know, um, observe a lot of that going on, um, getting inspired by that. Because now the photo thing to me is still I still love it like crazy. But it's kind of like, what's the next level for me? You know, where am Mm -hmm. I going to how am I going to progress? I need to take a go at that and like push my limits and see see what I can do with it. You know? Yeah. No, absolutely, man. A lot of inspiration. Yeah, no, there is. It's it, it's an exciting time, man, because there's just a lot happening in the space. And like, as crappy of a time as it is, because it's so just like washed out with everyone's a photographer. It's also really cool because there's just a lot of opportunity for people that are looking for it rather than complaining about there not being opportunity, you know? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I think it's, there's a lot of people doing it, but I think, you know, um, I think that that pushes people to stand out harder or that, you know, that encourages people to really develop their own style and, you know, kind of instead of, you know, copy, copy, copy and all that kind of stuff. Cause if you really want to stand out and you really want to be different or whatever, be kind of noticeable, then I think, I think you have no choice almost, um, uh, in a lot of ways, obviously, you know, art is kind of, there's, you know, it's influential in every which way you look at it. So it doesn't matter if, you, even if you're standing out, you got influenced by, you know, the hundreds of other artists and then kind of developed your own style from that, you know, so. Right. What's something in, about you that m- most people don't know? <laughs> you got a it. nickname or anything funny? No. Nah, my my really. man, like, I'll tell you, I'll start because, so my nickname, my mom calls me Puka. Puka and Palos are my two nicknames and no one knows this. So like, I don't like, you know, whatever. I'm a grown man. Like as long as people don't start calling me Puka and, and Palos, but Palos <laughs> was for hair in Spanish yeah. because I had hair down to my butt when I was a kid. I got my first haircut in first grade. That was the only, like my first haircut ever was when I was six. So my hair was like, I was this crazy kid with this long, crazy hair. Yeah. And, uh, and then Palos is the other one, which, or Puka, I still don't even get that, but it works for her, I guess. <laughs> yeah, I don't really know that I have any uh, nicknames now at this point. Um, <laughs> let's see. If, I would have to think about that, man. It's just one of those things. I mean, uh, I, I was in a band. I was into music before I was into photography. I don't think a lot of people know that. It wasn't like a big, you know, big name band or whatever. But what we type played of music? You were doing punk, huh? Yeah, I mean, you, you, you play are, guitar. I, you play guitar. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I played. I played bass guitar, so I was I was big into music. That was another one of my passions. Yeah, 
but it just, you know, I just found that I wanted to kind of, once I, I started actually shooting while I was kind of doing that. And then the photography just took over completely. It was just like, here's something I can do creatively. And this is all my own stuff, you know? And that's what I really liked about it. Kind of the individuality of it for me was, was really important. Yeah. Uh, other than that, man, I don't know. I like sushi and uh, Mexican food. <laughs> I, don't really know. I don't really, I really know what to say about all that. I go up to, I go up to Tahoe. I go snowboarding. And I started running recently, or you know, I like exercising a lot, mountain bikes and all that kind of stuff. Other than that, man, I don't know nothing too crazy. All right, all right, bro. What do you? Uh, let's talk a little philosophy, man. Like, what do you think the keys to living a good life are? What are the DJ Khaled keys, bro? Man, that's a that's a deep question. The Gene Allen Keys. I got I got deep answers though for those questions. <laughs> no, I think the the key to living a good life is doing what makes your heart sing, figuring out what that is, you know, clearing your mind and and all you know all the things that hold you back enough to kind of see what that is. That could mean a lot of different things and a lot of to a lot of different people, but um, just kind of doing them things that make you feel good and that, that are, you know, that, you know, are, are healthy for you. Um, I think that gets you ahead more than anything instead of just kind of doing whatever, you know, um, or letting things happen to you, uh, kind of going, going out, and, you know, making the life you want, taking care of yourself, taking care of your mind, your body, your spirit. I think that's all important. Maybe that sounds a little, uh, yoga ish but it's not, <laughs> hey mind body soul kind of, that's because it's kind the of truth. In that man it's the truth know. it is the truth man i think that you you know i think you get into trouble when you you really don't you're not paying attention to that you're not really tending to what you really need or what what's good for you you can you can get kind of go off in the wrong direction so been there done that yeah i, I agree man you got to make sure like you got to take care of yourself. You got to make sure the essential needs are met first. Uh, yep. Cause creativity is the last thing. Like you got to make sure you got, you know, shelter, love. Like there's all these other things that you need as a person yeah. before that, cre- before that creative juice can flow. So when people hit creative locks and things, I often will ask them like, well, you know, like, well, what else is going on in your life? Let me guess. Like you probably, your relationship's rocky or work's not good or something else. And I'm like, until that stuff levels out, like the creativity is not going to come back because that's the last thing. That's not a necessity. That's like the icing on the cake, but everything else has to be balanced in your life. And then once it is like, then the creativity and all that stuff just flows. Yeah. I think, I I think it flows more steadily, but I I can honestly Mm -hmm. say that I've, I've been in some dark times and that's actually, you know, I've turned to creativity to kind of help pull me out of it so i don't know it's it's kind of a trippy thing like that um but i definitely are you you an emotional dude are you an emotional let me ask you this are you an emotional creator because i am like if you look at my art like you can always tell like you're like yo are you heartbroken or something because like your last six photos are like intense and like you can just tell you're going through some stuff I can, I could probably say that I'm more of an emotional person than not because yeah, <laughs> I met a lot of, I met a lot of non-emotional people in my life and, uh, or, or people that weren't very connected that, you know, with themselves that way. And I can honestly say that it drives a lot of my work. It drives a lot of my, you know, captions, what I'm feeling, you know, like uh, it's, mm-hmm. it's, it's a huge thing for me. Yeah. It's a, it's basically an outlet 
you know, for stuff that's maybe going on with me. Sometimes, you know, whatever, it's, it's not too related, but often, oftentimes like it is. Yeah, for sure. Definitely. Dude, I feel you. And there's nothing wrong with that. I, I think, I don't know. I'm, I'm proud to be that way. I think a lot of people would probably live a better life if they weren't afraid to just be a little more emotional. Like, you know, absolutely, we, live in, we live in a masculine yeah, society. Like my dad's like one of those dudes. He's like the tough guy. Like you'll never, you know, his whole world could be collapsing and you'll never know it just because like he won't show it. And that's sad. Yeah. yeah I feel like, um, you know, I, I know from personal experience, uh, you know, the bigger walls you have up around you, the more actually, you know, you trying to protect yourself, but actually, uh, from being hurt or whatever happens. And, and actually that kind of backfires and doesn't really allow you to experience joy to the fullest. So if you can, knock down a lot of those things and kind of get past that and you gotta you know take risks emotionally and be be more vulnerable then you kind of live a more full life you know you're gonna if you don't put yourself out there you know it doesn't mean that your life's gonna be better but if you put yourself out there you're gonna get you know ups and downs no matter what no matter you know what i'm saying so Mm -hmm. that's just i'm a firm believer in that too and it's not always easy but it's better yeah no absolutely how do you go about dealing with fear like you know we all have fears just throughout life like you know what i mean like how do you deal with your fears huh yeah i don't know (laughs) (laughs) sometimes i just you know i may i try to face my fears the best i can and that changes over time when you know some things timing some things are timing i should say when you're ready to open up to a different thing that you're, you know, that you're going through in your life to kind of advance you to the next level. Um, sometimes you hit the guardrail and then it, and it, you know, basically you're forced to kind of change your ways or your way of thinking and kind of, you know, navigate around, around something or, th- or work through something. I would say like, it, it kind of depends on what the fear is, obviously, you know, something like, you know, going, you know, doing something public, you know, even for me, one of the things was like doing a workshop or or something with a bunch of people. And I just went and did it. And I just didn't, you know, I just pushed myself to do it and, and, you know, built up the confidence beforehand, you know, try to do a little planning, but just kind of like preparing yourself the best you can. And then also making room for like, you know, the unknown, like you just don't know, uh, what's going to happen. And a lot of, uh, I think fear is a lot about kind of making up stories in your mind about the result, the end results about something, um, maybe even for what people are going to think or whatever, you know, something like that. When 99% of the time you're, you, you don't really know, um, you're just assuming, or you're, you're basing your fears are kind of based around your perception of something. So something that might be scary for you might not be scary at all for another person just because they have a different view on it. So that that's kind of a, you know, maybe like questioning your perception of, of what is actually happening is pretty powerful, I think. But yeah, I mean, I, I, I struggle with things all the time. So, but yeah, once I actually do something that I'm scared of, usually I, I, I end up being like, wow, that wasn't even, <laughs> that was nothing, you know, I could do, <laughs> what's the next thing, you know, that's kind of like, it's just a lot of it's in your mind, man straight up so yeah man that's beautiful i think we're all preconditioned with uh these these things and i didn't i didn't realize how preconditioned with these fears we were until i was at a coffee shop 
last month before I went to London and ran into some complete strangers and they were asking me some questions and I was like, oh yeah, you know, I'm going to be traveling next week. And they're like, oh, where are you going? I was like, London. And they were terrified for me. They were like, oh my gosh, honey, be careful. Like there's terrorists over there and there's all this stuff happening. It's not a safe time to travel. Like look out for you. Like they were just like terrified for me. And yeah. And I realized I'm just like, man, they're, that's not even real. That's not even natural fear. That's that's unnatural fear from like them consuming too much media in the news. Yeah. And so therefore they like think the world is such a dangerous place right now and all these things. And it's yeah, fear is just it's it's so it's so interesting. But for me, I just I try to like you said, man, I just try to a take them head on and b I only like. There's natural fears, right? Na- a natural fear might be like, you know, walking in a dangerous alleyway, like in a neighborhood you don't know that you know is known for dangerous things happening at 1 a.m. That's like, yeah, it's a yeah. natural fear. It's like you have a reason to be slightly afraid. Of right course. Now. Yeah. You got to be, you got to be smart about it. But th- I think the thing about the biggest thing about fear is everybody has some kind of fears going on. Um, but just not to let it dictate how you really want to live your life. If it's, if it's holding you back from, you know, going in the direction, being the person you want to be or whatever it is, you know, you know, doing the career you want. I mean, you got to really break through it and just, you know, like power through it and just give it your all. Um, that's, that's pretty much it, man. Just don't, just don't let it control you. Absolutely. Do you have a, you got any morning or nightly or daily rituals or habits or anything? Uh, recently, I started actually, you know, when I wake up, just kind of thinking about things I'm grateful for in the morning, you know, like, uh, you know, a couple things come up, uh, things I'm thankful for, uh, you know, starting it, trying to start the day with a positive. A little uh, gratitude. My, yeah, a little gratitude. It, go, it goes a long way. Uh, there's a lot of things that we all can be thankful for, but then we tend to overlook it. We get wrapped up in, you know, what's going on, what's not going right or, you know, all this kind of stuff. And so I think that kind of gets your mind out of the gutter and, and sets you off on the right foot for the day. And at night, man, I don't know. I just, I chill and <laughs> I'm just relaxing. You know, I kind of like to shut my mind off a little bit and not think too much, just kind of, you know, just, I don't know, just veg out. not think, you know, because the day the day can get pretty hectic at times so yeah no quiet and quiet the mind yeah. and there's nothing wrong with that and that's what people need to realize uh, i love i love that you just said you like to just quiet the mind so i do like a lot of like meditation and, and different practices and so many people feel like they constantly like i see and they're just like grind i'm oh i'm grinding every time i every time they hit me up they're grinding like they do nothing but grind it's just like it's always a grind and i'm just like I'm like, yeah. bro, you're never going to get anywhere because you can only like grinding is only going to take you so far. You need you need these other pieces to the puzzle, bro, to get to where you're going. Like you need to slow down yeah. and just take some time to just be mindful and just to relax and to just and just to enter that that realm of stillness to when everything's just still. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I actually fully agree with that. My mind, I think a lot, you know, and my mind can go on a million miles an hour at times and it's like i find that i'm almost more productive and a lot definitely a lot more calm when my mind is a lot more quiet 
you know, hence why I like photography a lot. It's kind of like really quiets my mind down. So yeah, meditation is a pretty cool thing. Listen to certain types of music, mellow you out, whatever that means for you. Get, you know, finding your Zen, a good balance yeah. of that, you know, not just work, not just doing the same thing, you know, or even, you know, even if I was doing photography 24 seven, I mean, eventually, you know, you need a good balance of, of other stuff. And that's, a lot of people ask about the whole burned out, you know, or the creative block thing. And sometimes that's just being burned out and you need to take a break, find something else, you know, satisfying that you like to do or go relax, not even just not think about it for a while. You know, um, mm -hmm. that, that usually brings it back for me. Take a trip, be around, you know, people that care about you, that you care about. Just chill. Not even not even trip. Yeah. Get, get back to it later. Exactly. You can't force it. Too many people get into creative blocks and rather than relaxing, like they think the answer is turning the wrench more, but you can only turn it so many more times until you strip the bolt. And then it's like, you just cause a massive mess. And it's like, yeah. dude, you just got to relax. Like you can't force creativity. Like, and there's nothing wrong with that. You're just having an off time. And you know what that says? That says you need a break. <laughs> so just breathe and go take a break. Yeah, fully, man. I, I totally agree with that. <laughs> What about, uh, how do you feel about the state of Instagram right now? And you know what it's, I don't, I, I hear it mixed. Some people are still like, Oh, you know, I still enjoy it. Some people are completely just like, dude, if, if there was anything else to use that was remotely close, I would. Um, so I'm just curious on your thoughts of Instagram, you know, cause like as artists, dude, it's a lot. Like we got to keep up with like, you know, people are trying to grow followers and, in, and they're trying to engage with the community and communicate. But when you get to an account, the size you are over 300,000 followers, like, dude, it's, it's really difficult. People don't realize like we have lives, like you have a life to live. You know what I mean? And, and, and it's, yeah, it's, it's a lot. And so like, yeah, just how do you, I mean, how do you feel about all of that? You know, um, the followers, the popularity contest, and just the whole game, man. The whole game. I mean, for me, for me, it's been a, a wild ride. I mean, there's so many positives about it. You know, um, it's pushed me to to be a better photographer. I've met so many people through it. Um, you know, I've been to so many different places. You know, and it, I feel like it's just the beginning. I feel like Instagram for me is probably you know, it's like a springboard into something else. I, I, you know, I don't want to just be known as an Instagram photographer per se. I want to be like, you know, a, a, you know, a professional photographer. I don't want to just rely on one media source or, you know, social media outlet to, you know, cause eventually that could kind of disappear. So it's kind of like, you know, what else are you doing? How is this going to, you know, how is it going to have longevity? Um, I think that it can be really time consuming and almost a little too much for, for me as well, because there's a lot of attention that it needs growing your account, you know, interacting with people. I enjoy a lot of it. And at times it get I get kind of burned out on it, to be honest. And then I take, I'll take little breaks and just not deal with it for a few days or whatever it takes, you know, um, or try to divert my energy into other areas that are actually going to build a career or whatever for me. So, um, I think that people get caught up in a lot of times the, you know, the, the, um, the algorithm thing and the, in the likes and all that. And everybody, you know, everybody who's involved in like spends a lot of energy into it, you know, is kind of similar whether they admit it or not. It seems like they, people care period, 
which is understandable. But, um, I think the best thing to do is just keep doing what you love. Um, regardless, I mean, of how the numbers are doing and all that. I mean, I can honestly say that my numbers were the same as they are now pretty much like a year and a half ago. And then that all kind of fell off and I just kept doing it and kept doing it. And then eventually it kind of, I mean, what does that really say anyway? It's like, you know, I don't, I don't know, man. What does it really mean in real life? <laughs> so it's just like, it's like funny. we were talking about earlier. It's like, yeah, cool. We got like, just because you got X amount of followers doesn't mean that equates to like dollars. And so exactly. oftentimes, yeah. yeah, oftentimes people are chasing, like I get DMS from people like, Hey man, I'm trying to get to 10 K. I got to get to 10 K. And I'm just like, and I do my favorite question is why? Like, I just love stooping yeah. people with why. And you know, many people have asked that and they're like dumbfounded. They're like, uh, I will, you know, I just got to grow my account. And I'm, like why <laughs> yeah i mean i i they want to be like people want to be noticed and of course like you know it's under, it's totally understandable you want i mean i wanted people to see my work and i still right. you know of, of course i want people to see my work and um right. you but know there's lots of avenues, right like you're talking of course. Like outside of instagram yeah. you could your work's amazing bro and the reality is like you know like obviously like, well when we had the magazine like you know you were in like publications um yeah. You know, I'm sure I'm sure your work's probably other places online. And, and if you really wanted to pursue that avenue, like I imagine your work could be everywhere. I mean, shit, for all I know, you're you could come on an Apple phone background. You know what I mean? When you buy the phone and, 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 and things like that, you know what I mean? If if that's what you were pursuing. Yeah. Yeah. That's the thing is like um, where are you you know, where are you putting your energy? Where, you, where what are you what direction do you really want to go in kind of thing? So. Uh, I'm trying, I'm trying to figure that out myself, really. It's been uh, like pretty much a hobby for me, you know, and now I'm starting to kind of think about it a little bit more professionally and, um, you know, still have that passion around it, but then make a living at it. You know, that's my end goal, really. Um, I think that would, I think that I would be pretty stoked if that, you know, that goes down. I'm hoping that next year is going to be the year for me. it's when it when it goes down bro because it's gonna it's gonna go down because you have faith bro in yourself you have faith in your skills because you you do have real skills that do set you apart you know and that's already like you've already proven that you got a work ethic bro like i've been watching you for a long time and you know we've been watching each other like so like we both like you know what i mean like you grind bro like it is like it's just it's it is what it is like you work like your work ethic alone is amazing. But then when you stack on like your actual talent and your skills and your creativity and your vision for everything you do and your tenacity, uh, is more or less just a matter of time, man. And, 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 and like we were talking about earlier when we first got on the call, like, dude, th- like it's just weird. You like things take time. And like we live in a world to where like so many people project like this false, life and it's easy to get caught up in someone else's false projection and wanting that and thinking they have that even though they they, most of them don't don't get me wrong some people are are good they're they're set yeah now but there's a lot of people that try to play as if like oh i'm full-time living the life the instagram influencer life or whatever it may be and, and 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 it's not the reality and so as as human beings we got to take a look at that and take a step back and just be like hey like, it's okay. Like, I don't need to, like, be f- 
free and only making money off my photography tomorrow. Like, and, and, yeah. and just be okay with the journey and the process and just know that good things come to those who like are consistent and work hard, you know, over, exactly. over, over a matter of time. And then, and then the reality is luck and all that stuff just plays in. You know what I mean? Some of us might work hard for six months and get lucky and pop. Some people yep. might have to work 10 years before they get lucky. And it doesn't make any person better than the other. It's just like, that's just how the universe works. Yeah. I think if you do, if you're doing it for the right reasons, it's going to pay off no matter what. There's, there's some kind of saying, you know, do what you love and the money will come, you know, type thing. Um, and I think if you're really passionate about something, it's not really so much about the money initially. And then it becomes kind of like, well, I'd, I would like to make a living at this. But even for me, it's like, you know, I, yeah, sure. I would love to make a living at this. Um, is that going to happen? I don't know, but I'm going to keep doing this no matter what. And I'm not going to mm. give up and I'm going to push. I'm going to take it as far as I can, you know, creatively and see, you know, what's next, what's next, you know, and enjoy, enjoy the ride at the same time, you know, and just not, not thinking always about the future, but living in the moment and, you know, and then also appreciating how far you've come too, you know, um, giving yourself some, you know, kind of gratitude around, you know, having gratitude mm -hmm. around that too, because not everybody, you know, everybody starts somewhere and then you progress, you know, and then you got to take a look at that too and be like, yeah, I made it this far instead of going, well, I'm not there yet, you know, and blah, 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 yeah. and all that crap. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's yeah. like, it never ends, you know? So, I, uh, yeah, I often, I shouldn't say often. I used to have to do this often. I've gotten my mindset. I've been working diligently, bro. I read so much and I practice so much and I work so hard and diligently and just like getting my mindset right because it's so important, man. Like I'm in, like I told you, bro, like I'm in this for the long haul. I got huge dreams and goals with AOV and like to to accomplish those things, like it's hard, man. So you gotta like your mindset's gotta be ready for this journey, <laughs> this long ass journey. And, yeah, uh, I mean, with that said, man, like you, you hit the, the, the nail on the head with talking about being present, man, because whenever I'm unfulfilled and unhappy, it's normally because I'm living too much in the future. I'm constantly thinking about what I, where I want to be and what I wish I had and where I wish I was at, et cetera. But then yep. when I just take a step back and I'm like present, I'm like, dude, I live in a beautiful place. I have an amazing girlfriend, an awesome dog, an amazing family, the best friends, a really cool company, an amazing community. I love what I do. Like my bills are paid. Like, like life's good. Like I'm a happy person. Like life's good. Like when I just like am in the now. Yeah. You know, it's yeah, the exactly. future stuff that kills you. Yeah, it, it is. It really is. Exactly. I think something I've learned that's pretty valuable through even through the whole Instagram experience is that, you know, looking at and worrying about what other people are doing is taking away from what you could be doing. You know, it's kind of like you can look and admire somebody else's work and kind of maybe learn something from them and watch them and, you know, apply it to your own life or your skill set, whatever. And the more you are, you know, putting your energy into what other people are doing, like I said, you're, you're, it's taken away from your progression, you know? So that's something I learned pretty early on. I was like, wow, you know, I got to focus on my own shit. And, and, you know, like this, you know, like really put the energy back into where, you know, 
towards where you want to be and hone in on your skills. What Learn what you're good at, what you're not good at too, and be like, well, I'm not that good at that. So I'm going to spend a little less time in that area or, you know, maybe try to build that, that area up and as much as you can. And then, but really focus on what you're good on, what you're good at. I think that's really, really important. Dude, I, I couldn't agree more, man. Uh, you got to focus, focus on those strengths and, and, and grow, grow where you can. There's certain skill sets that you're just going to be too far behind to you. It just doesn't make sense. It's like, yo, let it go and just do what you're really good at. And, uh, yeah, that's really good sound advice. With that said, We've been chatting for a while now. If I don't get off, we'll never get off. It's almost nine. <laughs> yeah, it's man. almost nine o'clock here, bro. I've been it, I've been running since six a.m. and it's nine. Like, and so for anyone listening, just like, if you want something, go for it, man. I'm, it's nine o'clock and I'm still working. <laughs> I'm still. I mean, working. basically. Like, <laughs> <laughs> you know <what> I mean? <laughs> but that's okay, man. Because like I did. You know, luckily, like I enjoy what I do, and so, and it's it's the path that I chose. You know what I mean? Like, that's what's up. And uh, but with that said, bro, I, I like to end all the podcast episodes with uh, the guests basically just leaving the community with some words of wisdom. And these words uh, can be really anything that you want, like anything that you want to communicate. If there's something that's been on your mind that you've been wanting to talk about, if there's some advice, if there's some inspiration. Yeah, I guess, I mean, I would just say thank you for all the support and encouragement that everybody gives me. People come up to me and tell me, you know, that I inspire them and, you know, this and that. And that actually has helped me many times get through some kind of, you know, self-doubt around what I'm doing and why I'm doing it or whatever. And it just it just pushes me, man. It just is one of those things. It just help helps me out. And I'm like, so I'm great. I'm just grateful for that. Yeah. And if you have a passion, you know, don't give up on it and give it your all and just keep trying. And even though you fail at it and you fall down, you know, just pick yourself back up and keep trying and keep trying. And eventually something will happen, you know, give it your all and don't, and don't give up on yourself. That's, that's pretty much it. I, I don't really want to talk about politics other than I can't wait for 2020. Uh, <laughs> you catch my drift and uh, that's about it man right on amen to that brother well uh jude man we appreciate you thank you so much for coming on the show bro uh we're blessed right to we're blessed to know you i'm blessed to know you as a friend and and to have you a part of this amazing community and uh it's always been love it's still love it'll always be love man so uh sure, appreciate man. you a ton and thanks for coming on bro Thank you for listening. Please share the Art of Visuals podcast with your friends and make sure to hit that subscribe button. Sharing is caring. You can follow Art of Visuals on Instagram at Art of Visuals or sign up for the Art of Visuals newsletter on artofvisuals.com. Join us next episode for more, but until then, let's continue to visually inspire the world together.